Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we ready? I guess not. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Mario Meza, the new pitcher for the Cubs here with two on for the Angels. Mike Trout at the plate, first pitch, swinging. That one is way out of here. A three-run shot for Trout on the first pitch for Meza, and the Angels take the 3-2 lead. Fox Sports <laughs> West on the call. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. I'm Rami. There's Judd Zolgad, Phil Mackie. Jonathan Harrison on the other side of the glass, insisting that wasn't intentionally not a troll job. I a, promise uh, a troll job I'll of selecting a Cubs Don't do that again. Don't it's always, it's always anti Cubs. It really is. It, I mean, it's okay. I love the Cubs. Do you though? All right. That's, and to pick a National League team, that's not it. where we need to start the show this no. afternoon. We have a lot to get to today, including, as always, wrapping with Royce at 540. Pat Royce joins us. The, the Vikings have a kicker. You wow. know him. We'll get to that eventually. But you heard the highlight there. Mike Trout is very, very good at baseball. Uh, the Vikings have their first kicker of the yes. year anyways. Right. Exactly. Probably, probably not. Uh, the, the revolving last. door has started to revolve. Yeah. And, and the They've Vikings got money. That's, more, that's the most important thing. The Vikings? They found a million bucks to pay somebody. <laughs> They're poor. It's great. Uh, so, gentlemen, I thought it would be kind of fun. I uh, was doing some thinking on this uh, 430, that's right, $430 million contract signed by Mike Trout that doesn't even kick in for two more years, right? Because he's, he's on, I think he's, he's going to pay $33 million oh, yeah, a year for the next two years. Yeah. So it's $66 million for the next two years combined. And then this contract kicks in. So he's going to make... A half billion dollars over the duration of his career from this point going forward. And Orange County is going to enjoy watching him do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get into your fight with Orange County a little bit later on in uh, today's show. But I wanted to start you guys off with an impromptu pecking order that uh, I put together. And I want your thoughts on this, okay? If you were forced to sign Minnesota athletes for the rest of their career at... Forced? Forced. You, Gun to my head. You have to pick ten. <laughs> All right. Oh, jeez. And, and you and it's and it's going to be top dollar relative to their sport over over a curve. So like obviously like currently if, playing. If it's a minor leaguer or something, and you want that player for the rest of their career, you get you get you get them on the cheap for a while. But then when it comes time to pay up, sure. Or when or when they're a bust, you still have to pay them for some portion. Okay. Okay. So um, I created a pecking order of ten. 
And this isn't, I would give all these guys a lifetime contract. This is, if you had to give contracts to 10 Minnesota athletes Mm -hmm. for the rest of their career, which 10 would you look to? Currently playing. Currently humans. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right. Currently alive and born. And you've got 10? I have well. I'm forcing ten. Is what I'm telling you. Okay. I don't. I'm not saying I would give all ten of these guys a lifetime contract. I'm saying if you if you forced me to give ten athletes in Minnesota right. a lifetime contract, this is my pecking order of ten. Okay. In order, number ten, Adam Thielen. Okay. Who's going to be 29 years old here soon? Uh, but I think Adam Thielen is. If you had to sign Adam Thielen for the rest of his career. You wouldn't feel. I know Judd would get anxious about all of these, but like you wouldn't. The normal person wouldn't feel like like you're not going to get a bunch of bad Adam Thielen seasons. I don't think. I don't know. Guys can hang around a little too long, and wide receiver production can drop off not, really, never really fast. Ha- what are you talking about? Okay. So I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. But, but if, you're for. But you're forced to. So. so I yeah. sort of get where you're going with the mm-hmm. exercise. By yeah, the way, okay. uh, and 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 I also put the parameter of under the age of thirty because Mike Trout's under the age of thirty. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be like, oh, I guess I'll sign Zach Parisi for. Well, that's a bad example because he's actually signed. <laughs> yeah, he just 40. got a lifetime contract. Right. And so, so did Ryan Suter. All right. Uh, all right. Number nine. Yeah. Makes me a little nervous because he's injured all the time. But Dalvin Cook is also really good. Okay. So I'm putting Dalvin Cook number nine on my list. Mm. If you. If if the I, agreement is you have to have mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook for the rest of his career, I'm putting him number nine on my list. Mm, so Thielen's behind Cook on this list? Yes, because I'm getting more prime years out of Cook if he's healthy. He's only like 23. I I I mean, so far I agree except, with your pecking order. I would lock up. I would be more willing to lock up Cook than I would Thielen. But it, still, the answer is no on both. Okay. See, if you gave me a choice, see, I think I'd be more w- willing to lock up. Thielen than Cook, just based on the fact that Cook seemingly can't stay healthy, and he plays a position at which he's going to break down here probably. Well, in a maybe couple his years. career short, so he, he, the, the well, then I'm out of the contract. contract. Okay, all right, number number eight, <laughs> yeah, Jared Spurgeon. He's still only about twenty seven, I want to say. Yeah, no, young guy, 26, 27. I'm, I'm on board with that. He's a hell of a player, and he's a he's a very good defenseman and does wonderful work in those air conditioning commercials. Oh, he's awful in those. Him and his family. Is that a stage? Is it a real family? That's his real family, and he looks like a kid. But he's great. He's a fantastic. Player. It looks like a plant, like like an actress wife. No, I think that's a, a real. I think it's the real family. Okay, credit to him for having an actress wife. Then very good. Oh, absolutely, sure. yeah. All right, that's a good one though. Okay, like number seven again. Uh, Mike Trout signed a four hundred thirty million dollar contract today for the rest of his career. Basically, if you had to sign Minnesota athletes for the rest of their career at top dollar, who would you sign? Royce Lewis, I'm putting on this list. He's 19 years old, 20. Yeah, just, just based on potential. Yeah. But again, like if you're wrong, you get a bust of a player for, let's say he's 30 or whatever. Like you get a bust for a long time. Um, and I'm willing to sign up for that because I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think there's a very high probability he's the best player on the team for like 10 years. But he hasn't played them. He hasn't played above double A yet. Yeah, I can't commit to a guy who hasn't played above double A yet for the rest of his career. So far, all of them are no's on my list. Yeah, but he's being he's forced to do I know. This. this is gun to Phil's head, but the, the Spur- gun's not to my head. The, the Spur- gun's to Phil's the head. The Spurgeon one I don't mind. The Lewis one I I'd probably do it. That's not the worst. Okay. It's baseball. All right, number six. <laughs> this guy's in his prime okay. right now. Yeah. And uh probably plays for another eight or ten years. Eddie Rosario. The back end of that contract would be really, really bad, but he's a good player and and he plays a corner outfield spot. He's he's rangy. I'm Eddie Rosario number six. Uh, Stefan Diggs number five. 
because he's younger than Adam Thielen. Okay. okay. All right. He's like two. People like kind of put them in the same bin because sure. they're awesome, but like Diggs is two or three years younger than Adam Thielen. This is the best name on your list so far. But again, wide receivers can stick around for too long and production can drop off sure. very, very fast. Okay. Number four on the lifetime contract list, if you had to, Jose Barrios. Okay. Now, the Tommy John surgery <laughs> Tommy thing, like, John you might angle. wind up with a Johan yeah. Santana contract there or a Mike Hampton contract, but in terms of who are the best young players in town, he's definitely on that list. Okay. Right. All right, number three, Matt Dumba, who's only played about half the games this year, banged up, but Matt Dumba is one of the, and he's in his prime, he's one of the best offensive defensemen in the NHL when he's on the ice, mm-hmm. and he's only 26, 25 Somewhere in there, 25 years old. Yeah. I, I don't mind that one. Okay. Spurgeon and Dumba, I don't mind. They're they're good players. Now, are we, ta- are we talking about... Weren't you on board when they signed a couple of guys to 12-year deals a while no, back? No, I was young and dumb. And how'd that turn I out? Was young, so I was young and old, dumb. So now you're being older and dumb. Well, what, no, what, no, what? these are... these are This is pie You're doing the, the same We're thing. just playing this a game exactly here, Ronnie. This is why the Mike Trout thing We're is just playing stupid a game because people keep don't making make the same mistakes over and over again. Don't make me take the side of people in Southern California who right now want to come to the studio and beat you up. I was born in Los Angeles and you offended me today, too. Were you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Can't wait to dive into this Hollywood, baby. All of a sudden, like you look on Twitter and Rami's trending <laughs> in yep. Los Angeles. Rami, we'll wa- to. Rami wakes up takes, to take a pee, tweet something. Next thing you know, it's six a.m. in California. I really He's didn't the most mean hated to. Man. I didn't think it was that that big that big a deal well, when I tweeted that. But thank you. Look at what you gone and did. All right, number two on this pecking order. Yeah. If you're forced to sign a Minnesota athlete for the rest of his career at top dollar, Daniil Hunter. And pass rushers, we've talked about this with the mm-hmm. Everson Griffin signing. Pass yep. rushers can go into their mid-30s, and they can still give you 10 or 12 sacks. And this is a guy who might give you 20 at some point if uh, if he keeps playing the way he's played. And the number one is a no-brainer. It's Carl Anthony Towns. I think he, you're missing one. Andrew Wiggins. Am I missing? <laughs> no, that got done already. <laughs> am I missing Ryan Donato? No, no, no. I think you're missing a twin. A twins prospect. I'm not. If it's a twins prospect, I'm not missing any. Alex Kirloff. Mm-mm. I think Alex Kirloff's going to be, I think in, in the end, I think he might actually be a better player than Royce. It's possible. That swing is so sweet. It's possible. Uh, he would be probably number 11. I, he's on my, my my short list of honorable mentions here is Alex Kirloff. Tyus Jones, because I think he's just going to be in the league for the rest of his career. <laughs> and the Wolves can... just need guys who can be in the league. And he's the... from here, so he's not yeah. going to like leave or, yeah, or anything like that. And I put Ryan Donato on this list. Oh, I and love Ryan Donato. Byron Buxton. But like, if you sign that, if you do the Byron Buxton thing and he's a bust, then that's uh, it's going to be tough. The only guy on your list that I would that I would probably jump on and say absolutely for sure is your top guy. It's Cat. Cat's going to be. I mean, he's phenomenal. So you wouldn't if 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 you had a chance right now with uh, Stefan Diggs and someone said so he's either going to leave you after next year or you get him for the rest of his career. No, I'd probably cut bait right there. Really? Yeah, I'd probably cut bait. Why? Because he's a receiver, and because I can find guys. I mean, you you found him in in the fifth round, and if I have to now now if the contract's incredibly favorable towards me as the team or executive, I might do it. But if it's like he's going to break the bank completely, then I'd be out. I don't know. Like I feel like if their career comes to a screeching halt at some point, it's not like they're going to hang around for five or ten more years. Like You might get a couple bad years, but you're going to get five amazing years of Stefan Diggs as he's only 26 years old. Can I still play? I think so. 
<laughs> Am I getting old? That's for you to decide. Um, so if if right now, if, if the option was, all right, he's gone after next year, or you get him for the rest of his hockey career, Matt Dumba. You're saying goodbye to Matt Dumba. Um, you know what? If I have, if that has to be the contract, I probably am. That's kind of the trout thing, right? I don't mind it, but uh, I don't mind it, and I like Dumbo a lot. But again, if the parameters of the contract are he's going to be, he's going to be paid top dollar to stay here for the the rest of his career, that does scare me. But everyone commitment in general just seems except for Cat, except for Cat. So that's the I'm ultimatum. With Rami on this. That's the ultimatum. Sign this guy for the rest of his career, or he's gone next year. You're because that's the Mike. Here. That's the Mike Trout right. thing, right? He's got it. a couple mm-hmm. years left. Yeah. So you either get him for the rest of his career, or you have to say goodbye within a couple years. Yeah, I that mean, would have been a better ultimatum to put up. But that is the ultimatum. It hurts and it sucks, but yeah, I say goodbye Look, to, at, to all of these guys. Everybody but maybe Cat. Yeah, pretty much. Put a maybe on Cat. Maybe, I yeah, maybe. maybe. I for sure. It cannot be a maybe on Cat. Maybe. Because you might never find another Cat. I told you when the Bryce Harper deal was signed that there was not really a, a guy in sports who I would invest in at top dollar for the rest of their career. They're, these people are athletes. That means that their livelihood and how good they are at their job relies on their body, on the human body. The human body breaks down as it gets older. This is just common sense, man. Right, but and your and your athletic ability drops off as you get older. So why am I paying top dollar for 36-year-old Mike Trout? Because well, my, but you're but yes, 39-year-old Mike Trout. But you're forgetting about 28-year-old Mike Trout and 30-year-old Mike Trout and 31-year-old Mike Trout. And 28-year-old cat. The scary he's thing. He's going to win a title when he's 28 years old. The scary thing that, that I saw today, and I read this a couple different places about the Trout contract, is there are a lot of people who think that this was a bargain for the Angels. They think this was a great deal. It's okay. That, that he took. No, but, That's but just absurd, think about it. I know, but, but just baseball <laughs> perspectives. Baseball perspectives had a piece basically saying okay. that, that the last deal Trout did and this one are really good deals for the team. I'm not. I'm not telling you that you I'm saying tr- this. You can't trust BP when their editor calls the Twins cheap every other time he. This was not written by that person. <laughs> different guy. This okay. was written by a different guy. I'm but not like, defending it, it. I'm telling you, it's an interesting. I'm not even ripping you. I'm ripping the messenger, sort of. But like, and I'm all for. Hey, I want Mike Trout on my team until he dies, for God's sake, because he's the best <laughs> baseball player of this generation. But to call a, a half oh, billion been, dollar contract a deal for the. It, Team is ridiculous. It's been a great career, but at 83 years old, I can't carry on. No, Mike, just another season. I consider myself myself the richest man. And by then, you'll be making like 90 million a year. I'm not going to be able to make it to the game on to the game on Mars tomorrow night. I can't travel to Mars anymore. It's too much. But Mike, we just need you for this three game series against the Martians. I can't do it. When Mike Trout is still 80 years old, are we still going to have Angel Hernandez's behind home plate? Yes, egotistical. No, we're still going to have a- Angel himself behind yeah, no, play. Probably. No, we'll get three. we'll get robot umpires, and then artificial intelligence will turn into <laughs> Angel Hernandez, and they'll have <laughs> egos that are way out of control. You're out of here. You're out of here. <laughs> Oh, Don't look at me. Don't look back at <laughs> me. Great if the, if the robot umpires took on personalities. Like the Joe West robot umpire. My God, I've never seen a robot gain weight before. Just some fat robot yeah, can, out there. Can, like, can a robot umpire turn its head to the to the dugout and yell, what did you say? You're out. Quiet down. You're out. That's enough from you. 
<laughs> Who's going to dust off home plate when we have robot umpires? It'll be That's a Roomba. That's my biggest question. A Roomba? Yeah, the bottom of the robot umpire <laughs> will be a Roomba. I've already thought this all through. It'll just be a, a robot sitting on top of a Roomba. <laughs> I've got this all figured out, guys. Oh, you've got way too much time. No wonder you ticked off all the Angels fans. Yeah, let's talk about how Rami had death threats from Angels fans today. He was called a porn star and he took offense. No, I didn't. I just said that the guy who called me... That guy scared me, by the way. The guy who said I looked like a porn star. Yeah, I wouldn't have had this back and forth with this dude if he well, let's wasn't save it. Let's, save it. let's come back. Let's yeah. do this okay. when we come back. Let's all right. do it. All right. Okay. All right. I need to prepare anyways. Mackie and Judd <laughs> with Rami from the TCL studios where uh, we, uh, we if you want, if, in fact, if you want to see Rami's porn star look, I guess we're going to talk about, you can see it on camera here. Uh, you can also see our 55-inch TCL 4K Roku TV, which is one of the best TVs on the market. We're talking about a combination of the best picture quality and also the most entertainment slash streaming options of any TV on the market. And it's been so cool to see all of you Mackie and Jub with Rami listeners. We've probably had five or six different people tweet in pictures of their newly purchased TCL TVs over the last few months or so, uh, just this week. So thank you for listening, and thank you for listening to uh, our TV recommendations, too. And uh, we've got big plans going forward to do some more cool stuff with TCL. Uh, they've decked out our studios here. We've got a new podcast studio down the hallway, and they've decked that out. So uh, let them deck your living room out or your bedroom out or your office out. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hey, everyone. It's Matthew Collar. All of our Vikings coverage used to be on 1500ESPN.com. Well, now you can find it at the all-new scorenorth.com. That is S-K-O-R north.com. That's where you'll find everything from Judd Zolgad's blazing hot takes to Sage Rosenfels' analysis on the Purple Pod. My coverage on a daily basis of the Vikings, free agency, draft scenarios, interviews with football insiders, everything you want. Purple Daily, the Purple Podcast, Vikings Vet Line. It is all at scorenorth.com. Thank you, Jonathan. Rami, what did you what did you do? I didn't do any Twitter did this. I didn't do this. Twitter did it. I mean, I'm just pulling up the original tweet here. That is wild what happened. It's hilarious. So you I've enjoyed every second of it. Should I just read what yeah. What happened earlier, and then you can yeah. respond here? Yes. Okay. So uh, so Jeff Passan, now at ESPN, broke the news out of nowhere. It's funny how it took us five months to get $330 million scrounged up for Bryce Harper over right. 13 years, and then Mike Trout and his agent come in and say, oh, actually, uh, we'll just add $100 million more to my guys. <laughs> and a contract. year less. Yes. A year less. Exactly. So he breaks the news, and you retweeted, Mike Trout is one of the greatest players of all time, maybe the best in my lifetime. I would not do this if I were the Angels or any other team. It's just not smart. I was also hoping Trout would leave Anaheim so people would actually see him play. And that's been a thing where he plays late at night. It's the other Los Angeles team. Exactly. I agreed with that immediately. That's all I was saying. I have nothing against Anaheim, Orange County as a whole, or the Angels organization. I have no hard feelings for any of those entities. That was just a statement that not only are they on the West Coast, but they're at best... The second fiddle to the Dodgers on the West Coast. They're not. So who found this though? They're um, Cle- well, clearly uh, influential Angel fan found this. No, no, Twitter found it. Okay. You know, I, I've never clicked on one of these things, but you know how sometimes in your Twitter timeline, or oh. if you click on the search, yeah. if you click to search something, yeah, it'll give you like a banner of moments, like Twitter moments. Yeah. 
So they'll give like a story and then you can swipe through the story and there are tweets attached to the story of people reacting. So Twitter put my tweet in their moments, which apparently a lot of people do read. I've never clicked on moments. Have you guys ever clicked on moments? A a couple. I know what I know what they are. Like if it's. If if I'm watching a sporting event, I'll click on moments sometimes to see the reaction to it. Right. Yeah, yes. So and apparently a lot of Angels fans check out the moments on Twitter because as soon as they did that, and this thing I guess was widely circulated, Mike Sosha, I'm assuming it's not the real one, tweeted, Go bleep yourself, pal. <laughs> <laughs> And Butcham responded to Mike Sosha and said, ah, beat me to it. And then it just started snowballing from there. Uh, BBW Latina Milf tweeted, who are you? Exactly nobody. Okay, sorry. Uh As opposed to her? (laughs) Thank you. You're probably good with that. Um, Chris Rod said, so the argument here is why give someone 430 million people if, uh, if people haven't seen him play makes no sense, mate. He must be British or Australian. I'm not sure. Australian coming in strong at you on Mike Trout. Must be. Uh, Big D said, as an Angel fan, I'm glad you're wrong. Jacob tweeted at me. Jacob tweeted, truly embarrassing take. So I went to Jacob's timeline. The last tweet Jacob put out, it's insane how good Bumblebee is. Hashtag Bumblebee. You don't get to tell me my take (laughs) is truly embarrassing when your last tweet was, it's insane how good Bumblebee is. Hashtag Bumblebee. You don't get to tell me my take is embarrassing, Jacob. Uh, Dan Goldman's response to your Mike Trout tweet was, dude, as you enter a new media market, don't embarrass yourself. Engage the frontal lobe. You know the you know the sad thing is there's nothing about your tweet that I truly find to be sports was, offensive or I thought it was pretty innocuous. With. My fir- my first thought in seeing 12 years was he stuck there for 12 years. Cuz I've been a, You guys seem to have major commitment no, issues here. No, I've been a big proponent of getting him off the West Coast. My whole thing has been get him to the East Coast, give him a chance to be on a really good team where people can consistently watch him play. His games start at 10 or 10.30 Eastern time. He's a superstar, and, and I know we get this whole, but he's really boring. I saw it again today. He's a really, he, he doesn't give you anything. He's boring. He's boring. Look at the stats. Dare- like at some point, like I get the fact it'd be great if he would go out and and get on the front page of the post or the gossip tablet. But you just look at those stats, they're mind boggling. You know, Derek Jeter was kind of boring too, but he went from boring to mysterious when every year he had a new supermodel or actress girlfriend, right? So it so like Derek Jeter was very much a uh, sort of plain. He never really said anything inflammatory. He never. He was never really truly demonstrative on the field. But then you're right. The gift baskets came out, and now we're yeah. like, oh man, Jeets has another side to him. Yeah, and you'd see, oh, he's dating Mariah Carey or yeah. whoever it is, and and you kind of wondered, oh, that's okay. He's got some. And Mike Trout, I don't know. Like, does Mike Trout have a wife? I don't. I don't really know anything about. But Mike wouldn't Trout. you? Li- but wouldn't you like to see Mike Trout play his games at a time where you could say Mike Trout's playing tonight and I don't have to go to bed in the third inning so I can stay up and watch it? Yes. But I mean this is purely question. Se- this is purely selfish on my part. I I would just like to be able to watch him and I don't watch Angels games. They start too late. I stay up just throughout my sports watching uh, last 15 years. I stayed up to watch Kobe and Shaq on a regular basis. Game, game um, I, was faster though. It's not as much about the 
the time to me. It's it's like the Angels aren't playing in October. And if the Angels that's played in too? October, they wouldn't be on at 10 o'clock. Okay, that's true, too. So I think it's more, I'd like to see him with an organization. Because in baseball, it's not good enough just to be the superstar. In basketball, ex- with the exception of Anthony Davis and LeBron James this year, because those teams aren't making the playoffs. In basketball, you are Mike, the Mike Trout caliber player, and you go to a team that's rebuilding mm-hmm. or a team that's in the middle, and you elevate them to conference championship. Baseball, it's not good enough just to be the superstar. The rest of the team and the franchise around you also has to be good, and the Angels have dropped the ball on this guy's first few years of his prime. Parts of eight years, one playoff appearance. It lasted, I believe, three games. And yeah. no wins. No playoff Correct. wins in his entire career. And that three is no. not Mike Trout's fault. That's that's a, a, a line of thinking that's out there, a narrative that's out there where people will take the best player on a team or in a franchise and go, no rings. What's that guy done? No rings. That guy's done his job, and then some. Mike Trout plays a World Series level of baseball. He's the LeBron James of the modern-day game. The problem is, while everybody says that there is no salary cap, I heard Judd say that in the first segment of the show. Ah, no salary cap. Sure, why not? Yeah, there is no salary cap, but what's happening now is the luxury tax is acting as sort of a de facto salary cap. The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, and the Dodgers were totally inactive for the most part, in free agency this year, with two 26-year-old future Hall of Famers out there to be had. And they went to San Diego and Philly, while New York, L.A., Chicago, and Boston sat out those negotiations because they don't want to go over the luxury tax. And I'm telling you right now, if the Angels don't want to go over the luxury tax, they're going to have a really tough time putting a winning team around the $42 million man. It's going to be damn near impossible to do that without going over the luxury tax. And and that doesn't just cost you money. It costs you draft picks. The luxury tax is a major hit, and the more you go over it, the more of a penalty that you that you incur. It's you can't. And they've done do some this. dumb contracts too. Yeah, the pool holes contract ten years. I think years. they're still paying Josh Hamilton. I think they are too. Mm-hmm. Now, but but th- this is why. This is also why for all those people who say I hate super teams. Superstars get together and they perform together, and they are the super teams. I say, okay, think about this logically. If Mike Trout went to Philadelphia, let, let's say he played out two more years hit the market, and goes to the Phillies. And now he plays his games on on the East Coast, which helps me and you to watch games. But he's also there with Bryce Harper. And they add some more pieces. And that team gets really good. Guess what? You might say that you hate them, but hating them is fun. And it also features Trout. And and in baseball, Rami's right. In baseball of all sports, I'm sorry, you can't be the superstar and that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm the star of the Los Angeles Angels. Well, that's great. Except for the fact that you also need pitching and a bullpen and, and this and, and that. So so the whole super team in baseball, to me, would actually be great fun because I would love to see something that's built around, let's say, construction of your lineup, Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. I mean, it's also worth noting in baseball, super teams don't guarantee anything. Super team, the was, NBA, guarantee you a championship. I was just going to ask you guys this, and I'm genuinely asking because I'm maybe missing someone because I was brainstorming this morning trying to think of who was the last guy who signed a mega deal like this and won a World Series on the team that he signed the mega deal with. A-Rod in, in was, baseball? A-Rod was traded after signing the mega deal, and I'm pretty sure the Rangers picked up some of that contract when they sent him to the Yankees, so they weren't paying that type of money for one player, and that's the Yankees. I, don't, I can't think of a, a team who signed a player to a mega deal like this and won a World Series with that player. And again, it's not that player's fault. 
They show up, they do their job, they earn that money more times than not, but because of the, the, the economics of baseball, you can't put a good enough team around them. Well, the biggest contracts in baseball history, let's start with Bryce Harper, which we don't know anything about. Right. I'll just, I'm just going to go through them. And Manny Machado is on this list now, too. Giancarlo Stanton signed it in 2014 with the Marlins, and now he's with the Yankees. Jury's so, still out. Championships. But nothing for that mm-hmm. team. You're right there. Alex Rodriguez did sign, so he signed an additional 10-year contract with the Yankees in 2008, and they won the World Series once okay. the, over the duration of that contract. Okay. So we'll keep a tally. So one, they won it in 2009, and I don't think they won it. They haven't won the World Series since 2009, I don't think. No, I think that's In correct. fact, they, yeah, the poor Yankees, my God, I just, someone check on their well, fans. Well, Boston's got won all World those Series. Two. The evil empire, the Boston Red Sox now. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, the Yankees have won championships since 2001. No, I know. One? I know. It's just not fair. It's a travesty. Uh, Boston's too good. Miguel Cabrera, eight-year contract that runs through 2023 with the Tigers. The wor- the How's worst, that working out? The worst reason ever to sign a guy to a mega deal because the owner thinks, I'm going to die soon. Let's yeah. just do this. Uh, by the way, keep this in mind, too. Twins fans, I know there's a lot of Twins fans that want that nine-figure contract, and they want that Bryce Harper signing. And like as we go through this list, it's a, it's a really interesting thought experiment. There's a lot of teams that can absorb those contracts that aren't winning World Series with them, right? The Yankees, because of the luxury tax, which you mentioned, Rami. Robinson Cano just signed a 10-year contract now four years ago with the Seattle Mariners. Now he's with the Mets. No World Series. And already not worth it. His production has already Correct. started to drop off, yep. and he served a PED suspension. Albert Pujol still has three years left on his 10-year contract. He signed with the Angels he back in 2012. He can't run to first base. And the Cardinals were vilified for allowing him to leave. Well, the Cardinals and should be vilified. And that, and that is why the Cardinals, Rami, are so smart. Mm. Really, uh, really when, when you look how they mm, do business, Cardinals are really smart. Mm, trolling Judd. Mm. Uh, Joey, That's okay. I've done plenty of it today, so <laughs> I deserve that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Joey Votto, a 10-year contract signed five years ago with the Cincinnati Reds. I don't believe the Reds have won a World Series in the last though? five years. No. Does it say? 10 years, $225 million through 2024. Wow, okay. Aggressive, under-the-radar contract there. Zero. Yeah. Uh, David Price signed the seven-year deal in Boston in 2016, one World Series. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's two. We have two World Series here. And how many guys have we gone through now? Ten? One, two, three, four, five. But uh, eight or nine. Okay. Clayton Kershaw, seven years, $215 million back in 2004. Nothing. No World Series. And he's breaking down now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Prince Fielder, nine-year contract, Tigers, mm-hmm. 2012, nada. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer, seven-year contract, Nationals, 2015, nada. Zach Greinke, Diamondbacks, nada. Now we get to the Derek Jeter, Joe Maurer. So Joe Maurer, nada. Jason Hayward, Cubs. Sorry, Rami, nada. They won the World Series. They, they won one. Oh, you're right. They beat Cleveland. And uh, he gave the motivational speech during the rain delay, so I guess worth every penny. And, and by the way, he was awful. Okay. Until he got up there and said, And the motivational speech. Let's all rally. Right. I guess my nada was more for his production, but if he did give the motivational speech. And the plays rain. a gold glove right field. But man, he can't hit consistently. No, he can't. Okay. Uh, Derek Jeter, great Cardinal though. Ten-year contract in two thousand and one. <laughs> I believe that gets the Yankees to one. So four, four. Okay. If yeah. you, unless you want to keep going down the list here, but we just need no. About I think my point has been, different. No, I think my point's one. been made. Yeah. And that was before a lot of those contracts were before the luxury tax. But still, owners are going to set a cap somewhere. It's going to be different based on the market that you're in and how rich your owner is. But they're not, I mean, there is a limit in every market that you play in. Artie Moreno is very rich, the owner of the Angels, but he's not an idiot. He's, he's already paid Albert Pujols well, this type of money and couldn't put he, a winning contract. A he winning might have been, around him. 
he might have, have been at one time, actually. The Pujols contract was moronic. And, and the Hamilton one's awful. But, I just mean he's not an idiot in terms of making yeah, money. He's going to look at the bottom line and see that there's only so much you can but I think spend the, but around But I think the best Mike part Trout. of your tweet as a baseball fan is the fact that I have no interest in this guy playing on the West Coast. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense for the Angels, and I think it's bad for baseball and, and the marketing of Mike Trout. So should anybody play on the West Coast? Because I don't, I don't buy the West Coast thing. I get that fewer people across America watch West Coast games. But when the Dodgers are in the World Series, it's really interesting, and they're the playing Dodgers in prime are, the time. Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Lakers, there are a few teams on the West Coast that are exceptions to this, that for whatever reason, they they draw viewers, they and they attract attention, and you can be a superstar when you're a Laker. I think it's starting to change for the Clippers, but for a long time, the Clippers were what the Angels are, which is second fiddle. And am I staying up till 9.30 to watch the West Coast second fiddle? Probably not. Sure, but- I mean, I will, because A... I'm a baseball fan, and I'm, it's my job. I host an afternoon show, and I have no kids. I have a lot going for me in terms of the circumstances lining up to watch Mike Trout, but not everybody has those luxuries. Yeah, and I don't. And part of the reason why I don't think the West Coast thing is as big of a deal because some of the biggest stars in baseball the last 20 years have been West Coast guys. Ken Griffey Jr. played in Seattle, the biggest star in baseball for a six-year period. Barry Bonds played in San Francisco, one of the biggest stars in baseball. Uh, Mike Trout is sort of remains to be seen what his future is as a star in this league, but I don't think it's West Coast for Mike Trout. I think it's look at Mike Trout's personality compared to well, Ichiro's or or Ken Griffey Jr.'s, right? Those guys right. are like they had backwards the hat, swag, robbing home runs with style, right? Different sport. I'll give you an example who kind of proves what we're saying. And if this guy isn't, isn't, uh, Teflon to this 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 uh, phenomena that we're talking about that you can't be a superstar on the West Coast. NBA ratings are down this year, and a lot of people think it's because LeBron James is playing his games at nine nine thirty at night, and he's the league's number one draw. If LeBron James can't buck this, I mean he's he's still the biggest superstar in the league, and that's not going to change because of how good he is, and he has that superstar it quality as well. But he, there was even a hit in in ratings. For LeBron James going to the West Coast, yep. there's something to it, and I'm and I'm not saying that nobody should ever play for the Angels or play on the West Coast. No, that's obviously not what I'm saying. Or we would just well, not even have them in our leagues. But but think about baseball though. Ba- see, baseball. So so let's go Griffey '90s baseball different. Obviously, Bonds same thing. I'm talking about. Baseball needs to get eyeballs back on, on its star players. It's 2019. The sport definitely has some problems now. So my thinking is, is if you transplant a Mike Trout and his talents to the Angels circa 1982, it's probably a different story. You're, you're probably like, that's fine. But now my preference would have been to get him on a different team on a different coast to see him more. But I think you and guys so more people could see. Him. I feel like you guys are overvaluing in 2019 the TV, the live TV audience because even though the NBA is maybe the, maybe the TV ratings on those Thursday night TNT games take a hit because LeBron James isn't playing in the early game, right? And so you you get away around for the late game whatever. But I know that their video views across all platforms are way up, like yeah, their Instagrams and stuff. And that's and, changing the way that we measure how popular or how how well viewed something is. It's changing. But like Mike Trout, I don't even. There's he's he's a boring guy. It's a lot of this but is that's on what I'm trying Mike to help Trout. him out. I'm trying. But I'm you trying can't to market get him, a boring guy. But like, I'm I'm trying to put put him in in a place where more people can actually come watch him live. 
And baseball, basketball is if they're if they're. Uh, Viewership is down. Basketball is still in really good shape. I mean, basketball is at a really good point right now. So things might fluctuate there. But baseball is at a point where they are definitely trying to get people of a certain age more engaged. Let me ask you this. And I hate the East Coast bias. And it's something that is real. It's exaggerated by a lot of people. But it is real. There is definitely an East Coast bias. And a lot of that just has to do with time. But let me ask you the question that I was setting up for. If you walked up to a casual baseball fan, not hardcore baseball fan, but you walked up to a casual baseball fan and you showed them a picture of Aaron Judge and a picture of Mike Trout, who do you think more people would be able to identify? I mean... The gap of the teeth would give it away. Or John Carlos Stan, pick a Yankee. I see where you're going. I don't know that the answer would be overwhelmingly Aaron Judge, but for how good Mike Trout has been for seven years compared to how... Aaron Judge has only been around for two. Should it even be 50-50? It's definitely 50-50. And those guys are boring, too. Aaron Judge isn't boring. He's kind of boring. The Aaron, only time Aaron, I've seen Aaron Judge not be boring was when he played video games with Conan O'Brien. But, but, but boring doesn't just... Personality isn't the only thing that you measure when it comes to boring or not. Aaron Judge is a more interesting-looking player. He's hulkingly tall. He's got a more iconic swing. He's got that big sweeping swing. And so when I watch Aaron Judge play, there's just more personality in his game as a hitter. I see what you're than saying. When I watch Mike Trout, I mean Mike mm-hmm. Trout is a very he's really? got a very mechanical. There's no there's nothing unique about his swing. What? There's nothing unique about his personality. It's like he was a baseball player created. He's in a the cyborg. Lab. Yeah, and, that, and I love him. I'm just okay, I mean, I'm not it, ripping but him. But in, in the All Star game that was played here, when Trout tripled off the right field wall, I think in, in the first, I have. N- I have rarely seen a baseball player run like that guy runs. It was engaging to watch. It was like, uh, oh, my God. And to see it live was great. Right, but that's one play. No, I, I get it, but I'm not saying I don't, I don't think he's as boring a player to watch as you're saying. I think we just don't watch him that much, and therefore we don't see him consistently, and, and we have preconceived notions about what we think we get from him. Yeah, he's. I mean, he really is. He's one of the greatest baseball players to ever live. He's probably Mantle. He is. In Mantle's prime. If Mantle hadn't blown out his knees. He's he's probably Mickey Mantle. He's, this is going to sound absurd to like old school baseball fans, but Mike Trout, I'm pretty confident saying Mike Trout through the first, whatever it's been, seven years in, in, in the major leagues is a better player in seven years than Mickey Mantle was when you account for everything. He is. The power, the steals, the center field defense, et cetera. And Mickey Mantle blew his knees out. Yep. Uh, statistically, he's the best player ever to this point in his career. Yeah, statistically speaking, he has a higher WAR than anybody to this to this point in his career. Let's take one call on this real quick here: six five one six four six eight two five five. Big Ace twenty two from Twitter. It no. is. It's Big Ace twenty two from Andendale. <laughs> Andrew, hi Andrew. Hey guys. Hey guys. So, what baseball has to do is embrace fantasy baseball. Football would be nothing like it is without fantasy football because people wouldn't care about those off-market games like they don't in baseball. Mike Trout would be a massive star if baseball would, would embrace fantasy baseball and make it what fantasy football is. So I love the point that Andrew just brought up. Fantasy football is so simple, too, right? It's touchdowns yeah, I disagree, and yards. I disagree completely. Rotisserie baseball takes a lot of work, and you've got to pay attention. But it, you, if, if rotisserie baseball was less about whip, and OBP, I'm in a league with like OBP and saves minus blown saves. If it was literally home runs, RBIs, and 
I don't know. Maybe it's just home runs and RBIs strikeouts and strikeouts pitchers, or something. ERA. Would now that was deep as ERA. ERA is pretty. What, that's household. what we did. Yeah. Now that's ERA. not helping the fact that front offices don't use really any of those numbers anymore to measure performance. Who cares? But it would make yeah. the games more fun to watch. I do agree. Right? If you simplified it. It would it would, but, but it would you, be a lot more popular, and that would make baseball more. popular. But you still have to pay attention. I, I think too much. Football's great. It's once a week. Hey, is this guy hurt? No. Okay, I'll, I'll start him. Baseball. There's this because because you got games every night. There's this adverse reaction to. Oh my god, I've got to pay attention too much. Like I I see what the caller's saying. I don't think that fixes it. I was in a league one time where it was just home runs. It was amazing. It was the only thing you so followed. It's like a home run year. pool. It's a home run derby. Yes, it was a home run derby league. Yeah, and you set your lineup once a week, so you just put guys in for the week, and then you watch the ticker to see who hit bombs, because that's really the only thing that comes across on the ticker anyways, right? Two for four with a bomb, three RBIs. What's your stats now? Richie Sexton, that's right. (laughs) Your stats now are what? In the league I'm in now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, See, this is where it's completely jumped the shark for me. I mean, it's not like super. We still have wins, but it's wins, strikeouts, it's walks and hits per innings pitched. Oh yeah, okay. So you're like you're rooting for I'm getting too, yeah. a middle reliever <laughs> just, to just, just just check that. He's already bored. He's not even in the league. Blame you. No, my bored. eyes are crossing. It's just it's too much. <laughs> I don't blame you. I was in one from 92 to about 2003 that had batting average, home runs, RBI. We didn't have runs scored, which I we we should have. But yeah, whip. Like whip just loses me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, like, what do you even? You're, you're rooting Greg for, Maddox has a good whip. I know that. I'll I'll, I'll pay top dollar yeah. for Greg Maddox. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. But it's it's, it's for the nerds for sure. This is why I want to get Mike Trout into a place where maximum eyeballs. Hey, the Vikings have a kicker. Let's talk about that. When we come oh, back. Goody. We didn't even get to my favorite tweeter of the day, Big A's twenty two. Oh, <laughs> you want me to? You want? I just want to read a few of his because this dude is a gem. This dude is the best. Sure, let's do so. It. <laughs> His original his original response to me was so exactly how does him playing in Anaheim stop people from seeing him play moron uh as for you as SND I think he was going for and everyone else out there who wanted him to leave the Angels y'all can go choke on the bleep like a rookie porn star that's oh, what he okay. said yeah that's so good. I uh I quote tweeted that and said got a lot of Angels fans like this is my timeline <laughs> Imagine if I went after a team that had an actual fan base. So, okay, all right. I I fan the flames a little bit with that one. And uh, he did not take uh, very kindly to that. Uh, First of all, somebody said that uh, the real idiot, it would seem the (laughs) idiot could be whoever in their org decided to name a team that plays in Orange County, not L.A., the Los Angeles Angels. But I suppose my logical reasoning and ability to use commas make me a word I won't use. And uh, Big Ace replied, that would be the owner who's trying to tap into the large Latino slash illegal alien fan base in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, the team owner is Latino, Big Ace. <laughs> and I don't think that he's an illegal do you, alien. Do you do you prove sure. that Big Ace is not indeed a porn star, too? Because um, if, if he's a fan from, from we'll get Southern to that. California... We'll get to that. He uh-huh. wasn't, but he was kind of in the industry. He responded to my tweet <laughs> about going after Angels fans. He said, I get what you're trying to do here. 
And I don't think he did, and he spelled here H-E-A-R. Mm. And I see you're from Minnesota, which makes arguing anything sports-related other than pro wrestling and the Twins pointless. The Twins didn't even draw $2 million last year, which speaks volumes <laughs> like for your pathetic fan base. Twice since oh two, they drew three. At least he gave the proper respect to wrestling. I was going to say, it feels like wrestling and the Twins. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I've been on both of those things. Then he said, hey, worthless bleep pimple. I never said you looked like a porn star after I said he said like a look like a porn star. He said, I blank. Uh, I'll just skip that sentence. It's too hard to edit on the fly. I know Minnesota has become quite the bleep hole recently, but I figured you'd still be able to comprehend a simple sentence for Christ's sake. And thank you for the compliment when I said that uh, he looked like a porn star. And this was funny because then somebody said that he looks like he was a bodyguard for porn stars. And Big Ace, ju- this is when Big Ace turned into a just just a gem for Twitter. I love Big Ace. It says, funny you say that because I used to be. God's honest truth. When I bartended and bounced at a few topless clubs out here, yeah. I was always the main security for whichever dancer or porn star was headlining that evening. Appreciate the compliment. And then he said, also used to shoot pool with Marilyn Chambers, who was an adult film actress in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. She moved to Burrito Valley, California, the late 80s. She was such a nice person, genuinely a good soul. Yeah, she's a great actress. You got, and then, and then. (laughs) (laughs) She she knew all her lines. So this dude has a, a website link in his bio. And so I clicked on it, and it's just the GoDaddy start page. He has nothing. He has nothing on this website. It's just can we get this guy on the Go show? Daddy sh- start page. Tweet him the phone number and this guy call him. <laughs> God, you really want to? You know that I'll, seems like the type of guy that I need some insurance in his life. And it just kept on going. Go to his timeline and just look at the exchange. It just kept going and going, and it was glorious. I love Twitter trolls. Oh, they're so good. Well, a guy like Big Ace probably doesn't <laughs> drive safely on a regular basis. So, Big Ace, if you're listening, I'm, I'm guessing he likes to flex on the highways and go a little uh, a little over the posted speed limit. So, Oh, his profile pic says Big Ace likes to flex. He is uh, a, yeah. a lead foot. Yeah, for sure. He needs to know that speeding was a contributing factor in accidents that killed more than 10,000 people on U.S. highways in 2016. That's 27% of traffic fatalities that year and a 4% increase from the previous year. So, even the best drivers aren't above the laws of physics. The faster you go, the greater the potential for loss of control over your vehicle, even on the perfect road in ideal conditions. So make sure you're actively monitoring your speed and driving uh, from environmental and traffic circumstances. And when you keep your vehicle at the appropriate speed, you're doing your part to help everybody make it home safe today. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Mackie and Judd with Rami. The Vikings have a new kicker. Mackie and Judd with Rami. The Vikings have just sent out a press release that uh, Dan Bailey is coming back for another year in a Vikings uniform. So Dan Bailey, this is the concerning part about Dan Bailey. So going into the year, he was the second most accurate kicker in NFL history. And most of those guys on that list are from the last 10 years just because, I don't know, the kicking cams are a lot better now than they were back in the old days when right. guys were li- when like offensive linemen were lining up straight on and <laughs> kicking straight on. Uh, so Dan Bailey came into last season as the second most accurate field goal kicker in NFL history. But the last two years, he's missed 25% of his field goals. 75% in Dallas in 2017 and 75% last year with the Vikings. And that is a terrible number when you look at some of the 
Like his, he led the NFL at 93.8% uh, in 2015 when he went to the Pro Bowl. Uh, so it's kind of a fine line. I mean, he missed, in terms of field goals, he was only 4 of 9 from 40 to 49 yards last year. He was only 5 of 11 from beyond 40 yards. And that, like the Vikings are saying, that's an anomaly. He's going to be better going forward. If you do that again, you're, you're cut. And they're doing the same thing they've done the last few years, which is find a new kicker midseason. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to see if Dan Bailey is going to be back to his old form or not. But what, 250000 of this is guaranteed on on the contract Something that they like signed that, him yeah. to? So he's going to be, he's the first guy in line for the job. I, I, I doubt that he'll be the last, and I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I would be surprised if there wasn't competition for Dan Bailey when training camp starts up, wouldn't you? I don't know if they're going to put someone on the roster to square off. I think there's enough guys on their couches that they can just All go I got to say is when are they going to hire the kicking consultant slash coach? Isn't he already on board? Did no, they, already do they that? talked about it. Okay. Zim at the combine talked about being open to and th- thought it might be a good idea to hire someone for that position, but that's what I want. I want to distance. If we can distance Zimmer from the offense and the kickers as much as possible, the Vikings have a far better chance in 2019 of not having things go completely haywire. This is what's always bothered me about defensive-minded head coaches. Like, you're just a glorified defensive coordinator, the way that you just described him. He is, he, yes, that's correct. Well, well you know, he's two things. He's two things, because I believe that his players like him. Now, I think his quarterback and kickers might not, but I think his players like him. He is the, he's the guy who gets up on, on Saturday night and gives the speech. Gentlemen, this is a game that, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's that guy. Uh, so that's important too. But yes, he is, he is definitely the guy, I think, who is the defensive mastermind. And then if you can get your, your Shermers or Kubiaks to, to run the offense. And then I'm a big fan of keeping potentially irrational head coaches away from kickers. Well, Tice the same way. Tice was, Tice was crazy with kickers. He'd walk in front of them during training camp practices to simulate pressure. They all himself. they all gag because they're like, "Why is my coach doing this to me?" I see. I would I would be more like Mike Tice. I want or PJ Fleck who like dumps cold water like down their about, shoulder pads. But, while but do, you, do you think in in you know fifteen years we're going to look back and be like that was a really good idea? I think we're going to be like kickers were sort of a, they're sort of a different breed and we probably had to treat them a bit differently. Have you guys ever looked at kicking stats from way back old timey time We've like done that early before. NFL? No. Look at it is hilarious. Look at Fred Cox. His well, stats with the Vikings in the 60s and so, 70s. So Fred Cox, I actually pulled up 1970 NFL kicking stats oh, yeah. just for fun like when they when they line up straight behind the ball and they kick it, you know, straight forward. Uh, there's a 32-yard field goal. And Fred Cox was one of the most the most accurate kickers in the NFL that year, and even he was only thirty of forty six. What? Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh, the straight ahead kickers. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a kicker awful. on their roster named Gene Mingo. Now Gene that's, Mingo. Now that guy great should be a, name. that should be a guard. Yeah. This dude was that name is wasted on a kicker. Hi, I'm Gene Mingo. Maybe he was an offensive lineman because he certainly shouldn't have been kicking. He was <laughs> five for eighteen as a field goal kicker. <laughs> Look up, including one for six from between twenty and twenty nine yards. <laughs> oh my god! Look up, look up, nineteen seventy quarterback stats and kicking stats, and and tell me which non production shocks you the most. Like it used to this is like one of my favorite. Terry exercises. Bradshaw used to just throw pick after pick. He <laughs> kept his job. All right, nineteen seventy. But I mean, so so tell me, are are you more astounded and, and and repulsed by the kickers or the quarterbacks? 
the the kickers, like the dude who went one for six from twenty five yards. What are you doing? Yeah, the, field, you, the, field was the field wasn't great that year. My God, I think should I say this because you guys are going to ask me to do it? I think I could do better than one for six from twenty five yards. You just told uh, he just you told me yesterday. Challenge. You told me yesterday that you couldn't, but now you're saying that you can. No, so one yes. for six. I don't think that the number was that that. The Cody Parkey challenge. We talked about the one for six. We talked about the Cody Parkey challenge, and you said that no one made any. Didn't you tell me that for a free beer, a free thing, yeah, of beef, that no one yeah, made like any? Forty-three people tried and they all missed. Yeah, but so, that wasn't twenty-five yards. All right, Rami, and it was up. snowing. I'm talking about decent conditions. Phil? This is verbally binding. I heard you, it. You, you can't say it on a show. <laughs> Did you hear it? Have, yep, I wrote it down. Okay, twenty-five yard field goal athlete challenge. There you go. Uh, <laughs> one for six. I could do that. All I right. could not. I could. You you will. I put odds on on the fact that you tear a hamstring before you make a field goal. <laughs> One of Judd's athlete challenge demises is when he sat in this very chair yeah. about a year ago uh-huh. watching, was it World Cup soccer, and said, oh, that was... penalty kicks. Like, Yeah, I was listening to my you're car. So, I was getting upset about you're it. You're so like, close. On, it looks so thing. easy. It was the nope. easiest thing in sports. He goes, even I could make yeah. whatever it was, blank out of blank. And so he said, all right, tomorrow we're going to a park. Yeah. We found a soccer And net. three weeks after that, we went to a park, and, I'm, <laughs> and I fell down. And you can find that video on our YouTube page, <laughs> yeah. youtube.com. I had some more back fat back then, too. I think I've lost some of my back fat since then. That's good. I can't. That's the hardest fat to lose. The back fat? Back fat? Comes right off for me. Not for me. No. Oh, yeah, those big handles in back? Well, yeah. that's gross. No, those aren't going anywhere anytime mm. soon. I think it's going to require surgery. Pretty well, sure. We'll take your back fat calls next. 651-646-8255. When we do come back... Bracket month on Score North continues. We unveiled another fun bracket today, Vikings related, that we we got to dive into some of the results, Judd. Uh, but first, I want to talk to you about my friends at Serta Pro Painters. And you know, I often fixate on things that frustrate me, right? The local teams, the local players, the local whatever, frustration. And people say, Judd, are you ever happy? Do you ever have a moment where you're pleased, where you're satisfied, where you look at something and say, that's just a job well done? Well, I found it, folks. And it's the folks at Serta Pro Painters who have made me very happy. In fact, I'm not just happy. I'm thrilled by the job they recently did at my house, making our guest room and bath look like new. I'm telling you, these two rooms look absolutely fantastic. I'm thrilled. The wife's thrilled. I think Stella the dog is thrilled. And two words come to mind. Professional and thorough. Now it's your turn to contact the folks at Serta Pro Painters and feel the same satisfaction I did. Maybe you, you need a room or two painted or the exterior work done on your house this spring or summer. It helps that each Serta Pro Painters business independently owned and operated so it's right here in your community. And I urge you to schedule your free estimate online at SertaPro.com. That's SertaPro.com or by calling 800-GO-SERTA. Secure your spot now on Serta Pro Painters painting schedule. Slots will fill up fast. Find out for yourself the type of quality that I found out about that you get from the folks at Serta Pro Painters. Again, get your free estimate online, certapro.com, or by calling 800-GO-CERTA. That's Serta with a C again. I have found people that make me happy, that make me satisfied. Those are the folks at Serta Pro Painters. Serta Pro Painters, we do painting, and guess what? You do life.